This is the Software and Technology Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you information, education, and inspiration, only on MarketScale. The more diversity of thought of the people working at tech companies, the better. The blockchain idea was around 91, the same idea of, in the digital world, we need verifiable documents. Welcome into the podcast today, everyone. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. And I'm talking to Gorka Tharalf, the Chief Operations Officer at Geon Data Solutions. Gorka, thank you so much for joining me here on the podcast today, sir. Thank you, Tyler, for having me. It's my pleasure. Absolutely. So today we're talking about improving data and workflow in order to obtain better results. And we're talking about a specific field, but I want to let Gorka explain a little bit more about that. Uh, you know, data is obviously a crucial aspect to, to everything that happens in our lives, but I want you to uh, kind of just start off by explaining the kinds of data that you're collecting and what led you into this this particular industry. Yep. So um, it, it, it's actually true. Uh, people say that everyone talks about big data and big data is all around us and et cetera. Uh, I, I think I was reading the other day that 90% of uh, the data that we collect today is being useless because we collect so much data that uh, we cannot even handle it. Right. Um, so it's not about, I don't think anymore about the quality, quantity of data, but about the quality of the data that we get, right? Um, so Geon Data Solutions is, uh, is basically focusing their efforts on the uh, data obtained for unmanned vehicles, UVs, uh, that can be robots, that can be drones, that can be whatever um, uh, whatever vehicle which is not being uh, drive, driven by, by a man or a woman. So um, these vehicles, like a drone, they collect data uh, call it images or uh, lidar, which is uh, laser data, and 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 they collect a lot of that data. So clients need to look at that data and take important decisions, like uh, construction companies uh, when they fly a drone and and they take images, they do that in order to uh, know where their pile is, how big the pile is, um, how how fast they're constructing. I know a, a highway or something. Um, so they they need to analyze their data um, as fast as possible, and they need to have it in the best quality possible. Uh, I'm talking about constructions, but you you know any any field that you think about today actually is is been they are using drones. Um, you know agricultural wine yards they they use drones to to check the status of their their wines and and how they're growing and if they are um healthy or not uh mining of course um you know health uh not health sorry um what else you know catastrophes natural catastrophes you know when when something happens they fly a drone and and they check for the images of that drone and, and they need to see um, you know, pretty fast if something happens and what is happening and if there are leaks, if there are floods, if, you know, so some, something like that. So that data can be overwhelmed. And if you don't have the good quality of data, then uh, it's pretty much useless. So Gion was born basically to uh, solve that data of the quality and we help our partners to clean the data uh, to calibrate the data, to make sure that what they get with their vehicles is actually um, useful for for their uh, for the decision making process. 
Right. And so making sure that your clients have access to that clean data, like what you mentioned, really helps them make the best decisions possible, right? So so what you're doing is helping them be more efficient and make good decisions, which uh, then leads to saving money and being more effective. Was it, would you say that that's accurate? That's the, 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 the final conclusion that everyone gets when, when we present to them. Um, you know, we were, I was talking the other day with a, a couple of prospects and, and when they saw our results, they were like mind blown by, by how fast we're delivering that, the quality of it. And they were literally saying, oh, this, you know, this is going to save us a week of work. You know, can you imagine someone's uh, saying that to you that, you know, you're going to save me a week of work just because of the data that you're providing me? Uh, you know, costs associated to that, um, happiness of, of people, you know, that they get um, better, better job and uh, at what they're doing, you know, they get better. So it's definitely the, the right conclusion. Yes. Absolutely. Now, I'm wondering just as data collection becomes faster and a little bit easier, right? People are able to collect so much. How does that highlight the need for people to do what you're doing at Geon, which is kind of synthesizing and interpreting it and, and putting it together in a way that's easily understood? Um, is, is that something that's happening just as data is, is more rapidly becoming collected, like what you mentioned earlier? So data, yes, data, definitely. I mean, data is, is, is super fast. Everyone needs data as soon as possible. Um, but at the end, and I come back a little bit to what I was saying before, the decision that needs a decision needs to be made out of that data, right? Um, so people, even though if they get the data fast, they need to make a decision. And normally, it's a fast decision, right? Uh, I was talking about the um, the uh, insurances, which you know they fly drones. They need to, uh, or not insurance, maybe uh, firefighters, right? They they fly a drone to see if there's someone out there who is needing help. Um, and you cannot wait a week uh, to 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 get that data, right? You need it in a, in a matter of minutes, if not hours, right? Um, so, you know, flying that a drone over a catastrophe, getting that uh, fast decision making process in place, uh, you know, it's it's definitely a trend, and and, and obviously you, you can take better decisions. I think the tools that you're applying to this data to help your, your clients, uh, is it a one-size-fits-all type solution or are you able to vary it depending on the specific need and the specific situation? So the, I think there are two aspects to it. One is that not a drone or a what we call it a payload, which is basically the, uh, the LiDAR or the camera or both or, or a sensor that goes into the payload. Um, so they're, they're not too uh, similar or equal uh, constitutions, right? Systems, let's say. So there are no two systems which are equal or similar, but not equal. So they have to. We have to be uh, customized for 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 each one, which is good and bad. It means that you know we can be very accurate and very precise on 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 the exact system and 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 need for the client. So that's one thing. And two. Um, the second aspect is there no, there are not two needs which are the same, right? Um, different needs for agricultural is not, not the same. The need for agricultural is not the same as the need for uh, construction. Um, so we need to adapt. Uh, what you know, for example, um, one example I can give you is that for construction or or maintenance is that when you look at pylons, electrical pylons, you know, towers, they need to check, for example, uh, if there's rush. 
in in those in those pylons. Um, that's more a uh, you know a longer need in terms of I don't need to have that in a fast pace for for today. I mean I might need it for the end of of the week, you know, which is fast enough. Um, but the need is just to detect and identify that rush. While in uh, agricultural, you need to have that data. You know, maybe it's not detect the the, the rush. It's maybe detect if the plant is healthy. Um, so you need to detect that pretty quick, and you need to detect it, um, you know, pretty accurate. Maybe not as accurate as the rush, right? So it's a it's a little bit approach to different problems, and we you know we need to be able to adapt to to each to each uh, problem. Is that ability to adapt? Um... Something that you you have a relatively small team is, is that something that you're proud of that you are happy that you're able to do because then you can kind of serve the needs of various like you mentioned various industries whether it's agriculture or manufacturing or different uh, different aspects of things uh, you're able to then respond to the different needs because um, because you kind of have a smaller team so you can tackle challenges individually is that something important for you to maintain going forward. Oh, we definitely we we have to be like that. Otherwise, we'll, we'll you know we can become more of a blocker than a, a solution provider, right? Um, Gion is definitely pretty small. I mean, we're uh, about ten, almost eleven people today, um, which is quite a funny. I would say the same thing. Um, half of my team uh, they have either a PhD or two. Uh, and, and the other half, or, or most half, they have at least one master, if not two. So I, I, uh, they are pretty smart. I'm the, the 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 less smart person in that in that team, but uh, you know they 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 come up with solutions which I would never think of, and and very creative solutions. So we need to, you know, that that that's the beauty of being small. Which you know you can share, you can try new things, you can prototype new things, and 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 be a, a solution provider for for our clients. Um, and we definitely need to keep that spirit in mind because you know it's not only about being agile, but being a a a, a source of solutions for for our clients, which is in our DNA. Walk me through the process of when a client comes in and they. Uh, they sit down, you know, and they say, hey, look, we have, you know, this, this is what we're trying to do. Um, what does that conversation look like? Where do you start with them to determine what their needs are and how you can best assist them in the collection of data? So we have, uh, you know, one, one person who is uh, dedicated to that in, within team, which basically analyzes, uh, he analyzes the, 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 solu- the problem first and what type of solutions uh, that we can provide. And being honest with you, sometimes, and, and it happened to us uh, once or twice, that we realized that the solution that we're providing um, is not, uh, first, it's not cost-effective for them. You know, sometimes just having one person just doing the job and take a picture or two, it's faster, it's, uh, you know, it's better, uh, you know, it's more cost-effective for, for the prospect than just, uh, you know, flying maybe a drone or a robot around and creating, you know, like a whole workflow for for them, um, sometimes it's not effective. So it comes out from asking a lot of questions um, from us and, and listening and then bringing that, uh, those questions with the answers to our, uh, to our um, 
R&D team. And, and you know, that's it's kind of a, a back and forth between us internally to find out the best solution. Uh, um, and, and as I said, sometimes we do come with a with a good approach. And sometimes we realize that, you know, it, it doesn't make sense. And, and we need to be humble to, to say that to, to a prospect because, you know, everyone wants to make a business. And sometimes, uh, you know, you, you don't want to get into trouble uh, by saying yes to everything. Um, we want to be good at, at, at what we're good at. Uh, that doesn't mean we don't, do, we, do, we don't want to explore new things. We do. We do explore creative new solutions to, to provide to our clients. But sometimes just say just say a good no sometimes is, is better than, than a, a half yes, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we we talk a lot about drones and data and things like that, and and I think a lot of people think of these as futuristic ideas. But really, this is this is the area that you are living in now, and you guys are really uh, doing a lot of stuff with this data and with drones, you know, now. And so, if that is the present, what is the future? What does the future hold, and where do where does the industry go from here? Uh-huh. Um, I, I was talking to a friend today, uh, well, to not say last week, sorry, and and he was asking, "Wow, that's so cool! What you're doing It's like the future." And I told him, "You know, it's not the future; it's actually the present. Uh, people actually are doing that already." And 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 he was surprised, but it's true. I mean, we we take a lot of decisions based on that on data. Um, the future, I think, is going to come. From um, artificial intelligence and how we apply that to our case. Um, is it on the detection? Is it on the uh, identification kind of uh, problems? Right. Um, let me give you an example, uh, which you know, may, may be easier. So imagine that I was mentioning the electrical towers earlier. Um, if we fly a drone which has uh, artificial intelligence included in 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 the system. Um, when we fly the drone and when it comes back, when we get the data from that drone, we can actually see that almost in real time. And see that by seeing that, I mean, identify where there's a rush, identify the type of rush, and identify the solution to that rush. And all that almost in, in real time. Wow. If we can do that, 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 you know, I think that's going to be kind of the future for data, you know, being almost real time and with uh, um, artificial intelligence. Uh, that's, that's probably a good spot for, for the future. If, um, I, I'm just, I'm just kind of thinking off the top of my head here. If, if what you're doing now kind of looks at what has happened and now you're using artificial intelligence to talk, to kind of see things in real time, you know, so what's happening right at that moment. Do you foresee a day when, you know, drone data and the data that you're collecting can be used uh, through artificial intelligence to maybe have some predictive models that can then say, uh, we think that this might happen in the future or this looks like something that will happen in the future based on other data that we've collected? Um, so the predictive models uh, already exist. <laughs> <It's> not in <laughs> real time, but they already exist, right? Uh, that's what a lot of people actually uh uh, do in in different companies, right? Uh, so they they already pretty much exist, but they will be faster for sure. And I don't want to. Say, I don't know if they will be in real time or not. But mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, there's nothing impossible which might not happen uh, in that in in that area. So it could happen indeed. Yes. Never never say never. I suppose. Never say never. Yes. <laughs> 
Um, well, so th- this is really interesting to me. Now, do, I think a lot of people, when it comes to data and, and when it comes to uh, technology, can sometimes put the cart in front of the horse where they say, yes, we need to have data. And so they collect it without ever having um, an idea of how to best use it. Do you run into that at all? Just people you know, know that data is important, so they're excited about collecting it, but then aren't sure what the next step is. Is that something that happens and that you run into at all? We we try not to get into that. Actually, we try mm-hmm. to provide first um, the the quality of the data, uh, as I was mentioning earlier. Uh, looking at you know, yes, you can collect as much data as you want, but if it's not a good quality uh, related data, then it's going to be even useless if you don't use it, right? So um, we 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 try not to get into how you make your decisions. Um, right. That's your, your business. That's not ours. Right. Uh, we're not on the analytics and, and decision making per se. We're more on the, you know, previous step that if you don't get good quality data, then, um, you know, it's, it's going to be useless for you. Absolutely. Well, Gorka Thadoth, uh, the chief operations officer at Geon Data Solutions. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today, sir. Thank you. It's been up my pleasure and I really had a good time. So thanks. 